Hi, my name is David Caldwell. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Dave Doesn't Know. Be sure to check out the show live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash caldwellington. We'll see you there. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dave Doesn't Know, the crazy podcast where we get together and talk, and I learn things, and I get interesting people who do know things. Today, we have a thing-knower. Her name is Quirky Megan. You guys have seen her on my channel. Quirky Megan, how you doing? Good. Yourself? How are you? Doing good. Thank you so much for joining me here. Uh, So excited. Ever since, um, man, what was I playing? I was streaming Visage. I think. Yeah, Visage, and you popped in. We started talking. Turns out Megan's had quite a history. used to uh, manage a tabletop store, right? Yes, I managed a tabletop store for a bit, and it changed names and went through a whole bunch of different stuff. And it was fun, and I enjoyed it, and still nerdy, still doing nerdy stuff. Oh, that's awesome. No, that's like because, you know, I'm a DM, and I like everyone I know basically on Twitch for the most part at least plays D&D, if not runs it. So Right. I know, like, we're all, like, freaking out, like, oh, my God, someone actually owned a tabletop store. It sounds like the ideal oh, job. Oh, no, I didn't own one. I did oh, not I'm own sorry, one. I'm sorry, manage one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> manage one. <clears throat> but, no, it just sounds like that'd be, like, the. I mean, I'm sure it had plenty of drawbacks, but it sounds like the coolest job, like, from the outside in, like. I mean, I enjoyed it. Now, granted, it was a small business, so there's a lot of things in small business that's different from corporations that you can get away with. And, like, oh, yeah. like I used to get away with doing, like, a, um, we would do, I would host midnight, like, cards against humanity nights that were when the store was closed and we would go over and it was during the game of thrones era so we'd have game of thrones up it would be a sunday into monday and i'd basically sleep over in the store and then come out and work the next morning because i was like i just just want to hang out and play with my friends and do all the fun things that's awesome at midnight too that's uh that's just wicked I mean, and it's Cards Against Humanity. Like, what better oh, way yeah. is there to play it? Exactly. Yeah. No kidding. Oh my god, that's amazing. Um, so I, I did have a couple things. The first thing about you, uh, other than the tabletop store, which is awesome, which we'll get back to, but I do want to know you are starting a Twitch or you have a Twitch account right now, but you're going to start streaming here shortly. Correct. So I'm waiting for the laptop to get fixed first. So I don't have a start date. I am sorry about that, guys. Um, but um, I'm going to be streaming uh, maker projects. So DIY projects anywhere from sculpting to scenery with D&D all the way through Adreno and um, and for uh, Raspberry Pi. So just trying to go over and work on electronics projects, projects that are just for fun. That could be anything related to geekery, horror, pop culture, all the fun stuff. And then I'll also do one night that's a week awesome. doing horror games. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, what kind of what kind of horror games have you played before that you'd be interested in trying? So before I had played things like um, Amnesia, so things nice. along that line. But it's okay. been a very, very long time since I've played. The last time I would have played would have been in like 2012. So I'm going to be oh, going wow. over. I bought a crap ton of games. <laughs> so I bought like 30 nice. different games. So we're more than set. We're going to go through and play a whole bunch of different things um visage was on my list which is how i found you because i was watching it to go over and see if it met oh it's you a know if it, if it fit with the reviews and everything else so there, there is a list <laughs> I, I mean yeah i can talk about visage that is hands down the scariest game i've ever played in my life I, I and i've played a lot i love it it is i still haven't finished the, or i played through it once i haven't played through it again but the little girl chapter where she's chasing you through the house i still gotta get there but last time i actually did blow my voice out for about a week from just so many screams and jump scares and yeah, yeah it's bad even now i got my tea from today's stream just in case uh <laughs> but uh no that that's uh that's really good but you're gonna primarily focus on all the crafts and everything 
Yes. Yeah, so I think my first project that I want to do, I wanted it to be something a little bit longer so people have time to get to know me and then watch the process for different types of projects. Um, but I wanted to go over and try to tackle doing the Ravenloft Castle, which Ravenloft has been covered in D&D going all the way back to the OG, um, sets and campaigns. So yeah. I wanted to go over and take that and try to go over and build my own and do it to scale with the figures. Um, D&D awesome. Beyond and a couple of other places have printouts for it. So I thought I would cheat a little bit. I'm going to use one of the printouts for the map and then go over and cut it out to use it to build to scale and then build a full castle going up. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, see, that's going to be really cool. I know I don't know anyone. I don't think that really does. Uh, one of my friends, Klee, she does uh, crafts every now and again. But I, mm -hmm. I know a lot of artists and everything. And I know, at least from watching, I haven't tried too many craft streams. But I know art streams are like therapeutic and just like cathartic you know it's just like a nice yeah. chill kind of thing so I, I think that's awesome i think uh doing that is uh is really gonna be really gonna be interesting to watch um, i think it'll be fun i mean i kind of oh, yeah. figured it's just like when you're doing gaming why don't you stream because you don't want to do it by yourself so exactly. even if like nobody wants to watch at least i have the opportunity to hang out with people while i'm doing it like exactly oh yeah no kidding uh well i guess that kind of halfway brings into why are you streaming it it's so much easier to do it alone why do you want to stream it i figured it would be a fun way to go over and interact with people because obviously some of us are still in quarantine and mm. the second wave will combine you know like it's a it's a fun way to hang out with people without having to go out all you know and do oh, other yeah. things um i do also on the business side of things my background is in marketing so it's also a good oh, way nice. for me to go over and practice marketing in between so like i'm going to be making a website as well to go over and post up so as i make projects i'll go over and post pdfs with like the um nice. the actual templates instructions oh, and then wicked. as with yeah and as with all things with marketing um you want to make sure you have all of your content in one main place. So I am going to go over and have a DSLR running at the same time to have B-roll. And I am going to go over and put them up as shorter YouTube videos so people can watch along for 20, 30 minutes, see the full process. Yeah. And I'll also write full articles with it so people can follow along that way as well. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, you're going to be set then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fantastic. The shortening them down too is, uh, is good also. I know um, when I first kind of started, a lot of people, they uh, especially with longer streams, there are some people who love, like I've been on like YouTuber documentaries lately I've been watching, like documentaries about YouTubers that have either gone crazy or fallen off the radar. I don't like the ones that are 20 minutes. The only exception, I like those to be like an hour and a half. But generally right. with games... I like them shorter. I like to watch just like a compilation. I don't want to see all the, you know, so I think right. offering that for the people who do want something shorter and then having the stream for those who want something longer. I think that, I think that's brilliant. I think it's a really good idea. Well, I mean, I was thinking about it for several reasons. So I am obviously a nerd, just like all of us are. And one of the things that I love watching is like Felicia Day, Adam Savage. I mean, Adam Savage right now is doing like hour, two hour long live streams on Tuesdays in his cave. And he's doing the one day builds because we're all stuck at home. So he's trying to find stuff that he can do that he already has in the cave without the rest of the staff and still right. put it out there. But then I also have friends that are streaming. Um, one of my friends, Alan, he's um, his handle is Hoyt Sharpshooter. I was modding on his channel and I was like, why can't I do both? Because originally I was going to do just YouTube just so I could document the projects that I was working on. But why okay, not yeah. Why not do both, hang out with people? And I can always go over and still record what's happening on the live stream and bring it over along with the B-roll and make it work. So why not? 
Absolutely. No, I think that's the, uh, I, I think that's, and that's what's up. If you wanted it, like I said, I would, if I want to play a video game and not interact with anyone, I do YouTube, you know, but I don't want to do YouTube. Right. I want to hang out with people, you know? Um, so yeah, no, it's, uh, th- that, that's brilliant. I, I'm so excited, uh, for that to kick off. Um, hopefully, like you said, I know you've been having computer problems. So hopefully once that's oh, all taken care of, center. Yeah, they, <laughs> Oh, they they got some cool stuff, but evidently I've never they tried do. to have anything repaired. So in fairness, <laughs> it's because my laptop is old. So for those of you who are not, mm. you know, on the same page with what is happening, I got myself a Alienware 14. I know it's old, but it has all the specs that I needed hardware wise. And I got it at a very, very nice price. And I've had it for like a year and a half now. And the motherboard died. And I was like, I don't mind paying for it because I didn't pay a lot for the laptop. But uh, we are having issues getting that part because it's old. So we'll see what happens. If, if not, maybe I do need to just buy a new one. But my hope is that we can just repair it because it's a decent piece of hardware. Why not? Oh, yeah. No, if it doesn't need to, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, I mean, that's the thing. If you don't have to spend the money, don't spend the money. But right. damn, but that's just, yeah, they've been putting you through the ringer. So that really sucks. But hopefully uh, they get that all figured out. And yeah, you get you streaming um, ASAP. Cause uh, that'd be. I mean, we'll we'll wicked. see what happens. The goal was for me to start next week. That was the original goal. I was hoping for the week of the twenty first, but I mean, there's also so much going on in the world right now. I don't know that that's necessarily the best thing, anyways. Yeah, so no, it it's be, yeah. So it's one of those things where like. Could you be a blessing know. in disguise kind of thing. It's like, it's just, right. yeah. And the other great thing about Twitch, it's not going anywhere. You got plenty yeah, of time. It's like, yeah, no, everyone, we're all I've, still going to be here. <laughs> right. And I've basically been using this time to like set everything up. I think I told you before I was working on like animations and different graphics. Yeah. For yeah. It. I didn't get any of it up in time before the laptop crash. Cause obviously I wasn't expecting it. And this is like two weeks ago. Um, but, um, I'd been working on animations. I've been working on all the graphics for it. I'd actually commissioned out some people to do art for it as well. Oh, nice. Um, so we have stuff together for it. It's just, once we have that, we can start going. Oh yeah. No, hundred percent. It's there's, there's, yeah, there's, and that's, what's funny too. I get a lot of crap from the old company I used to work with. They're like, so you just sit around and play video games now. I'm like, yeah, but it's like really like it's not That's just a really like negative way for them to view it. I knew a lot of negative people. Uh, <laughs> it was like because I went from manual labor, which I do kind of miss, uh, you know, in my day to day. And it's like, ah, you know, pff, that's weenie work. It's like, get out of here, man. Uh, but no, I think uh, it's like it's not just turning on a camera and like going. I mean, you can do that, no, but it's I like, mean, you know, but there's a process to it, especially if you're trying to build up a platform and a community that supports you. And like your community right. is always super nice and welcoming. I mean, Russian and oh. I scream at each other every time we go and chat. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I got, I cannot bang on enough about the people in the community that somehow have come to my channel. I was able to keep somehow because they're just amazing. I, I, they're just so positive. I love these guys. They, and, and that's what's like as stressful as Twitch can be and everything and setting up and making sure everything's good. Uh, it's these people in the streaming that makes it so worthwhile. You know, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, so you worked at a tabletop store. I'm assuming you've probably heard of the game Dungeons and Dragons. I'm sure you've heard yes, of it somewhere. Yes. Uh, <laughs> have you ever done any DM work? I've done some DMing. Personally, when I play, I prefer to be inebriated and playing an elven bard and trying to do everything to destroy my guards. <laughs> Wait, when you're playing, you're working against your own group? Oh, my God. I mean, when I'm inebriated. If I'm not inebriated, okay. probably not. 
then you're like a dwarven cleric, all super serious. Like, mm. <laughs> oh no, I always I I am always an elf. It's just my thing. Okay, nice. I like I do, I do hobbits. That's what. Well. Yeah. I do like rogues as well. Sometimes it just kind of depends on my mood. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, you know that's that's what I do. I like. To Oh yeah, no, that's all. That's what no halfling or halfling uh, bard is like. My I have one character that's in every campaign I run because he was the first character I ever made, and I just fell in love. And he's an alcoholic, and I don't know, I don't drink too much. Sometimes I drink. Tavern, right? That's what he's like. Yeah, he's like Norm. You know, he's from Cheers. He's always there. You know, it's like they my party will always run into him. Oh yeah, no, I I love him. He's he's like he's like a little brother. You know, Uh, (laughs) no, I absolutely love that. No, what other tabletop games? Because I'm still only into D&D about two years um okay. the only other tabletop I've ever played was a couple weeks ago with the great Rafiki he ran um Honey Heist yes and I watched some of that oh did I you really oh yeah 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 that it was interesting um what other ones have you uh what other ones have you played or love or do you do anything regularly um so we are playing um I actually have a group that I'm going to be playing with right after this. I'm going into the game oh, a nice. little bit late. Um, oh, but oh, they're... Too long. <laughs> no, you're fine. It's fine. Yeah. They know. They're aware. They knew. Um, they knew <laughs> what they were getting into. I think it's called Monster of the Week is the system that we're using. It's very yes. simplistic, which I like a lot. Um, they have basically different profiles where it's almost like a full characteristic. Like they have like... Um, almost like scooby-doo they have like the snoopy kids like like the kids are snooping into everything or they have like um it's there's a whole bunch of different classes for ours um my dm decided to go over and change some of the stuff so we're actually taking from a couple of different profiles but it's also taking place in a setting that's not normally in like the regular rule books like it's it's definitely a handcrafted by her campaign that is fantastic and i love it oh that's Um, awesome it was that one I was talking to you about. Uh, it's basically, it's taking place like futuristic. It's under the sea. Um, it's interesting. They they basically have different categories of, of people based on where they live. So there are some people that are like in the more shallow end of it. And then there are people that are in um, the mid-level of the ocean. And then like the people in the deep end have like, I wouldn't say deformities, but they have like some of them have tentacles coming out or they they're like they look like shark people or kind of like how deep sea creatures get weirder and weirder looking just because they're like right way down there yeah 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 oh that's so cool <laughs> that's brilliant oh my god yeah. and and that's you said monsters of the week monster of the week i i, I believe it's called monster okay. of the week um it wasn't a system that i had played with before she's been putting us uh she's been guiding us through it and it's been very very fun i like that um that's, that's i tend good. to stick with I tend to stick mostly with D&D. However, I love seeing the different types of systems that there are at, like on D&D Beyond. I th- Oh yeah. I know that there's um there's another D&D site where you can buy Um DM's Guild? Yes, DM's Guild. Yeah. DM's Guild. I've done a crap ton of stuff on there that I haven't even <clears throat> that I haven't even put to use yet. So it's oh, one of Yeah, those- right. Oh, no kidding. Actually, uh, one of my guests a couple weeks ago, uh, Dungeons and Derek, he actually just put a couple uh, couple uh, things up on DMs Guild, uh, some new subclasses and everything. Um, I think that you posted about that in your Discord as well, and I bought one of them. Probably, oh, did you really? I probably did. It's the School of Awakening. Yeah, it's it's a really, really cool subclass, but you can find all kinds of crazy homebrew stuff uh, that people... And oh, that's, oh, yeah, that was one. Actually, I just did a random Google search, too, but I was looking up when I was doing my last D&D campaign, just random, because I used... I can't... I, I know I, I don't think I told you the story. I'm very... I love telling stories, so if I did, just stop me. 
But um, with my last campaign, they all played D&D before. This is the first campaign I've ever run. So I was, like, trying to think of these cool, you know, items I could give them, like magical items. So I came with a little – I was going through the book. I found a little dog onyx statue. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, no one knows what this is. And then, like, as I'm talking, they were like, yeah, everybody knows what this is. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like damn it. I mean, so then that prompted me to go on Google, like, homebrew magical items. And I found all right. kinds of – I'm like, stuff I didn't know was out there. I'm like – you know what this is, you know what this is. You know, I started getting a little snarky with it. Uh, just like, you know, I'm the DM. If I can't rub it in, then what's the point? Um. I mean, <laughs> I I think everybody plays differently too. Like there are so many different mm. things you can do with the mechanics as well. And like, I'm definitely a story-based person. I don't have oh, the roles same. memorized. I just, I don't have the capability or the mind for that. I'd like to think that I'm a smart person, but I'm not smart in terms of memorizing that. Yeah. It's not happening. It has numbers in it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm the exact same way with that. I am all about story with the mechanics. They'll be like, okay, you know, I want to cast, I can't even think of a spell right now, like fireball. What's the radius? I'm like, uh, I'm like somebody. And, you know, and like I need some kind of help with it. But man, I can tell a right. story. I can get you immersed in the world. And But it's like the mechanics is where I'm lacking. But a friend, dear friend, Kayla's putting me through um, DM boot camp. So, um, yeah, so she's given me – I'm building my own world for this new campaign. Like, So, yeah, she's been on me to learn everything, and she's been doing a great job teaching. So, That's fantastic. Now, yeah. I know that you had asked me about tabletop in general as well and bringing yes. up storytelling for yeah. anybody who somehow hasn't played D&D. Not that I'm shaming you because you don't have to start with d and I might be. But... I might be a little. <laughs> no, no shame no shame um but if you're looking for a way to get into it or if you're looking for a way to get your friends into it who might not be as savvy with the idea of how rpgs work um gloom is a really good way to get them in storytelling wise where there are still positive gloom. and negative points and gloom is actually a um for those of you uh, like familiar with og geek and sundry felicia day tabletop with will wheaton in their first season they did an episode on it and their translucent cards and they um, they basically think of it like the Adams family. You have these these dark, depressing families with different backgrounds, and you have all the family members you set out. Me about that. Yeah. I did. It's one of my favorites to use to teach people how to play. I usually tell them to not pay attention as much to like the points and side effects because when I play with them, I want them to learn more about the storytelling. I'm not as concerned about the mechanics because I'm, I'm using the the cards as a way to go over and actually get them engaged. So the way that you play the game, they you have the family set out and you have positive and negative effects that happen to the characters. So let's say that you have a positive card. You look at the, the cards of the people around you that have families out and you pick one of their family members and you have something wonderful happen to them, which you would think is a good thing. But in Gloom, you want everyone to die horrible deaths and horrible lives. So then you go over and you take your negative cards and you want to put them on your own player, like you, you know, like your own characters and you're stacking it up but you have to tell a story as you do it and they have little signifiers on the bottom that tell you like why the thing is happening or what the thing is that's happening to them and you kind of use that to guide your story and it's a really easy way to like help people get more comfortable and you can be ridiculous with it i usually go super inappropriate really ridiculous the first time i play with somebody because it breaks them out of their shell like mm, it's, oh yeah you want to make you want to make your players feel comfortable and I feel like for me, right. that's a really easy way because I'm into dark humor. I obviously love all things horror and all things geeky. And it's a good way for me to like it's good bring in that humor. Them. Right. Oh, yeah. No, 100% gloom. I'm going to have to. We have for the new campaign, we have one, uh, two people who've never played D&D &D before. Um, 
So yeah, when I got on the phone with him and I was kind of explaining, I felt bad. I'm bad at explaining things. And he was like, are we all on a team? Or are we against each other? I was like, I was like, damn, I was like, just about how D&D. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. like, okay, let me go back. I'm so sorry. And like, and it was all me. I was just explaining it so poorly. So I felt so bad, but he's still interested. So I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but no, that's good. Actually, I might look into doing that for like, it's not, not a session zero, but like maybe one before that be like. I mean, it's even fun to do just on Discord, basically have it like, oh, yeah. if you if you already have the cards, I'm sure that there's a digital version somewhere because almost all tabletops have a digital. Even if you just go on to, um, for those of you not aware, Board Game Geek is a wonderful website. They have discussion forums on everything. Your favorite game, I'm sure that there are 10 people who have made extensions to it on their own that are free for you to play. You just need to print out. Um, but if you go on there, a lot of times people will try to make either, either like a digital printout versions or they'll make extensions. You can always use those first online with somebody, or like we were talking about earlier before the show started, have one of your cameras set down so they can go over and see everything right? and then use it that way to go over and let them know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I, I like that systems do exist. Actually, um, the great Rafiki was telling me he sent me a PDF and I was hoping to get this going. Um, have you, did you ever watch Avatar The Last Airbender? <laughs> yes. Actually, my first email address is kataraandlove at gmail.com. I'm sure someone's going to email it now. Don't worry. It's my spam account. I don't That's look at it. That's <laughs> amazing. Oh my God. Did you say it Hotmail? <laughs> No, at Gmail. Oh, okay, good. I was like, oh, wow, yeah, now, now that's everyone's going to go for a yeah. message me on there. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, people clipping all kinds of things. Uh, <laughs> um, that's wicked. No, that was, uh, yeah, so he sent me this um, homemade um, system. So it's a D12 system, oh, okay. but it's all Avatar The Last Airbender. So I had hopes of running a small, like, six episode arc or like campaign on my channel um which is gonna be event happening happening eventually i did have to put a hold on it for right now because i got right. a bunch of stuff going on. i'm trying to get youtube videos and streams so i was like i just can't swing it right now but that is something i'm definitely going to be doing because i love avatar but what's tough is that yeah it's a d12 system and i'm like okay so i'm That's barely awesome. learning d and d throw that out the window now i gotta learn something else i'm like oh my god i'm like and I, and even when we did honey heist i didn't have my d20 and i'm like staring at it. i'm like when do i get to roll it i'm like no, that's i was point. like i it's miss my simplistic system miss my d20 <laughs> <laughs> um no no go ahead Oh, it's, I was going to say, the cool thing about homebrew systems like that is a lot of times they are, a lot of times they are more simplistic, which mm. sometimes people see as a bad thing, but I think it's a really good thing, especially with new players, because you don't want to confuse them, like, look at all of these different dice that you've never used before in your life, and yeah. try to figure out which one is matched with which thing that you're doing. Like, yeah. if you have one dice, one type of dice that you're using, is just the count of how many, it makes it easier for people. Oh, um, yeah, no, 100%. Um, did you ever hear of the game Neverwinter Nights 2? The computer game back in the back Wait, in the one day. more time? Uh, Neverwinter Nights 2. Mm-mm. It was an old one. I only recently, like last year, found I had anything to do with D&D. Evidently, you know, the city of Neverwinter. I had no idea it was, but it was a video game based on 3.5. It came out before um, uh, DD 5e came out. So yeah. that was like my first introduction to any kind of RPGs. And it was, it was based on 3.5. So it was so complicated. I didn't even bother learning about anything. I had like the weakest character you could have in the game. I would just go and have fun. Um, all to say it is good to start people with RPGs on like something simpler. You know, like I wouldn't right. go to Pathfinder 3.5 with something like D&D. I'd rather start with D&D and then maybe move into like Pathfinder or Starfinder or something. I mean, the other thing that you that you just brought up is video games. I think it's also like what person. So 
I graduated in 2013. So Skyrim came out while I was in high school. Nice. Okay. So like for me, it's super easy to be like, did you ever play Skyrim? Because let's be real. It is an RPG. You just don't see all the stats. You see some of the stats and you can see how you build up your skill tree, but there are plenty of games you can use to go over and help people figure out and navigate. It's just connecting the dots. Oh, that's the thing. Um, another one, if you graduated 2013, you might not remember. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, so everybody's going to go real mad at me real fast. Yeah, no, no, no. So I'm not a well, Star maybe. Wars fan. Uh, that's the one yeah. geek thing I'm not into. However, yeah. I can watch a three-hour documentary about how it's made. Like I said, I love Adam Savage. Oh, okay, there you but, go. Like, I'm not... I don't know why the story's just not appealing to me, and I'm real Honestly, sorry. I know it is a classic, and it is a oh no, you good work, but ah, everybody's got their different thing, and that's what like I've kind of come to realize. I don't like the movies as much as I like the lore behind the stories and everything, and the right. other things you never hear about. Mm-hmm. I was rewatched some of the movies, and I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. so, there are a couple that are bangers, but the other ones I'm like, eh, I'm like I could do without. Um, every franchise has that. Oh yeah, right, exactly. Um, <laughs> But no, I know the the Star Wars Knights of the Republic game. It was all D and D. They had in a little sidebar on the game. It would have dice rolls, just didn't call them dice rolls, and it would show the math. Ooh. And uh, World of Warcraft does that. I mean, there's so many games yeah. that are like based off of like D and D is like I mean, the original. Pretty much video all game. of the video games are based off of D and D or some form of an RPG. Right. Like, oh yeah. And when I found that, I was like, D and D became even cooler. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's amazing. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, I fell in love with that because uh, I was like, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I do love D&D. I do wish uh, they had more skills like they do in Pathfinder. That's the only thing. I mean, that's what all the homebrews are for. <laughs> that is true. I don't, I don't know that I would trust wizards to come out with that many. No offense, wizards. No offense, Hasbro. But I think sometimes you got to let the people playing the game come up with the stuff. It's oh, just, yeah, no. Sometimes you need it. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um. Have you ever played Call of Cthulhu by chance? No, it's on my list. It's I one that I haven't play played yet. Yeah. We can play it together. That's what we're going to do. We're going to play totally it. Do- oh. <laughs> I'd be so down for that. I heard because it's... have Cthulhu figures. I have. I want to do, do really? some painting of it. Yeah. Oh, that's um, wicked. I, mm, here, pause. One yeah, second. no, go for it. I'll show off my owl bear. Yes. Again, because I always show him off because I love him. Sorry, my pants don't match my outfit. Don't judge me, people. Oh, come on. You're good. That's oh, that's my his name's Charlie. It's C H A W Lee Charlie, uh, and yeah, he just I was gonna paint him, but I'm afraid I'm gonna mess it up, so I just have him sit on my desk. <laughs> He's real cute. Don't be afraid. He's to pretty paint cool. Him. He's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. this is I have a whole bunch of figures that we're gonna be painting on my channel at some point, but I have like a that's a awesome. well, and it has like these little. Ooh. Whoa, that's wicked. It goes in. Yeah, so it goes in like this. And this is, I don't know if it's a Reaper Mini or if it's, let's see. It doesn't have it on the bottom. I think it's a Reaper Mini. Uh, but this would be from probably the 1990s, early 2000s. I had a guy who bought out the shop that I had worked at before and then bought a collection from another store that had closed out. And I bought almost all of the D&D figures that they had acquired. And a lot of them were from like the 90s and early 2000s. That's awesome. That's what we will be painting. It's an array of that and some of the the newer ones from WizKids and um, D&D Pathfinder. And we'll also do some like, um, we'll make some stuff as well. So one of my examples, again, I like all things horror and weird and dark (laughs) and whatnot. Um, but I made a stag that's a peri tin by putting on the bat wings on it. And I use screen stuff to go over and make the texturing work better. Nice. Yeah. So oh, that's be awesome. 
Yeah, that's wicked. Oh, I love it. That's no, it kind of reminds me one time we were talking about uh, Warhammer 40K, and that's one yes. that now I know you know infinitely more than I know. I have a book. Somewhere. And I don't know that much, people. I'm really sorry. Yeah. I don't <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing, so I, I went to the I went to the tabletop store, as we all do. Uh, don't yeah. be afraid to admit it. Um, and I, I can't remember. Do. Yeah, I can't remember what I was getting. I, I think I didn't get Charlie. I got something else. You know, I got a couple more miniatures. Um, but then I saw they had on the discount shelf they had a Warhammer 40K. So like, sweet. So I yeah. buy it. I'm talking to the guy, and I'm like, yo, like I'm thinking about maybe getting into it because I've heard I know it's a cool CRPG on the computer, and like they, they have some really cool stuff. I'm like. What, what do you know about, what do you say to anyone getting into it? And he said, you got to be rich. And I was like, that's not what I, for D&D, you need a set of dice and that's it. Yeah, no, <laughs> Warhammer, like, Warhammer is expensive, but so is Magic the Gathering. So is like, okay, yeah, I mean, yeah. really any of the games where you're competitive like that, there's going to be money. Although it's funny you bring up Warhammer because you, did you see the video that came out, the trailer for Ninth edition? No, I didn't. It's so good. So obviously the feminist geeky, person in me was very excited their trailer at least the one that i watched i don't know if they came out with multiple i don't i'm not i don't know i'm not sure there was like a an older lady with like white hair and she has like tattoos on her face and stuff and the entire trailer is following nice. her as she's going through and i thought they did a really good job of like nice. not objectifying like a female in their trailer and she's actually like going through and i assume that she's a general of some sort looks like space marine-ish nice um, i know that they've updated and they changed a lot of stuff with the with the lore and I know that they've come out oh, with um, really? a couple. I think that they're updating some of the stuff because it's continuing in the lore. And sorry, I'm looking at your comments as well. I was looking to see oh, yeah, no, no, you're fine. what I was talking about. Um, but I know that they've added in. I don't know if it was called Crusades. It starts with a C, but they've added a new mechanic in the system as well. And then um, there's just a whole bunch of new stuff that they're doing. And they're making it easier to play as well. The core rules are going to be available for free online um nice. obviously you're still going to need your codex if you're doing different types of people in your army and there's updates on the rules but they're also saying that the old codexes aren't obsolete because some of those rules still do apply okay um but they're they're coming out with new stuff i know that there are some old armies that they're bringing back and they're making more relevant so oh, it's so cool it's a cool time if it's... you want to go into it they're in the middle of a transition yeah. so that's but it is expensive um, my thing is also the act of having to paint a miniature I think would kill me. Like I just, I, I am known for my lack of patience and I think I would just go nuts, but it, it looks really cool on the one hand, like sitting there, like I have a buddy who does Warhammer up in the UK and he was telling me he doesn't use like a magnifying glass. I figured you'd have to use one to be able to paint the things, but mm -mm. evidently that's what I was, I was like. I, didn't... I mean, it's the same thing as like painting a D and D figure. Um, I guess I you're just like, Use washes and you use stuff like that to help get in the details if you don't have the ability to go in and like because obviously painting is a, a skill you build it over time right and one of the things you can do to make things easier to paint is you can use the different types of washes if you watch goober town on on uh, youtube a friend of mine and i watch him and we always joke around of him being the bob ross of like Warhammer. oh that's so cool um, but he bob really ross is he's like he is like bob ross My but he does things like, <laughs> but he does things where he'll make his own like um inks and he'll use inks and different paints to make different washes and whatnot and it's really cool to see him take simple things you should already have if you're not should that you will probably have if you're already hobbying in some okay sort of right form. and he uses it to make the things that like warhammer or army painter will sell and you can still make your own stuff and play with like the different ingredients and how many parts of this and parts of that and i don't know it's just cool to go over and see like 
all the different oh, things. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that that seems like something to be like it'd be really cool to get into that kind of painting and everything and then I don't know where I'd put them, but I mean like you have to have one for each platoon or each soldier. I mean, how many miniatures do you really need to get started? Uh, it depends on the army that you're playing. Oh, now, geez. with ninth edition, they are putting out the box sets as well, from what I saw, which they do with every set. Um, but usually the easiest way is to either buy a box set that comes out or they'll have the board games that come out. And a lot of times the board games are have the figures in them as well. And sometimes it's a cheaper way to put an army together. It's not necessarily always going to be the best army, but it also depends on how you play. If you're a fluff okay, player, right. you can just play based on war and then you don't have to worry about it. But if you're competitive, you're going to be dropping a lot more money. Okay, okay. I heard it's ba like a basic summary of it is it's D&D, &D, but only the combat. Like with less, like next to no role play and just combat. Yeah, it's, it, I would it's it's definitely heavy heavy combat um uh, so maybe i don't want to play it <laughs> <laughs> i was never into combat there's, i'm like eh. yeah the, there's there's no storytelling in it at least from what i've seen from people playing but i know that there are fluff players that do go based on the lore okay so you could always and there are books that go with it and you know there's a whole bunch of different things so it just depends on what you want to do yeah that's that's not bad that's uh that that'd be one thing I'd be interested in. I know my little brother. Um, he's thirteen. Uh, we introduced my little brothers to D and D. That was the first group I ever DM for. Actually, it was my three younger brothers. Uh, and he's trying to make his own. Um, yeah, kind of a star, like not Star Wars, but you know, like sci-fi tabletop. Trying to use the open game license. So he's like writing his own PHB and everything. Um, and uh, it's crazy. My three younger brothers. They like they know the spells and everything backwards and forwards. It's they've memorized that whole friggin' book. I mean, it's if they've crazy. grown up with it and played with it constantly, it makes sense. Like I grew up with it, but I wasn't constantly playing. I was like sitting there rolling the dice for my dad. Like it's not quite oh, okay, the same nice. as like sitting there and actually like playing <laughs> and spells. But if they've been playing since like they're thirteen, have had groups that are willing to play with them. They probably would have it. Memorized. Oh no, they're still they're still only thirteen. They're like so we gave it to them like two How years ago. They've been playing. Two oh, okay. Uh, yeah, about two years now. Uh, almost about a year and a half now. Yeah, dude, they pick That's it up like awesome. crazy. They neglected everything else in life and they memorized that book forwards. You can ask any one of them at the draw. Actually, I might take a video of that on my phone and it's be like, yo, like you know, entangle spell. And he'll just like, <laughs> well, yeah, druids can use it. And yeah, I mean, he'll just go into it. Like, tell you to, I'm like, oh my, I just got to have him in my house when I do, uh, <laughs> when I start doing um, uh, the next D&D &D session, just be like, yo, rules guy, you know, and just have him uh, make it a lot easier. Um, <laughs> so uh, I did have a question. What, uh, so like, what was your, you said you always play an elf when you play D&D, &D. you always play an elf. Right. And it's always a bard generally. Right. Uh, who was the best character you had? And also along the line, I'm more curious if you say you like to screw over your party. I wonder if you can give me any good examples of that. I mean, my friends are real nice to me. So <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just rolling and being like, can I sing a song that like makes them all trip over? Or like, can I just do this? Like, because I also Oh, like so you singing. do it blatantly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not even like... <laughs> We shouldn't go down that dark alley. You're like, oh, let's go anyway. It's like, how do I kill them? Power word kill no, on it's, him. It's like, what is the worst thing I can do right now? <laughs> piss them all off. <laughs> Your DM must love you. <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time, but like, you know, it's that that was that was and still is my favorite way of playing is having a couple of glasses of Merlot, feeling really nice and 
and you know like the, the happy tingly and then being like let's <laughs> <see>. <laughs> the happy tingly you're like let's do this <laughs> how can i fuck all i mean i'm sorry how can i miss oh, all good. of this <laughs> yeah remember what you said last year i do <laughs> and it's come back to bite you <laughs> that's amazing yeah, i love so, it that's i mean that's in so terms good. of favorite characters Actually, my favorite character isn't from D and D. I don't know if oh, really? Tony is watching right now, but he was the guy I was talking about earlier, where he was making his own RPG. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't yeah. want to release any of his information about it without his permission. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. I made a character for his where it was zombie apocalypse, and I essentially made her nice. look like a, a cross between Kim Possible and Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> and essentially, like... <laughs> they actually do already kind of look a little similar. Now I'm thinking about it. I mean. It's cool. I think she looked great. Yeah. Um, so I had a character that, that looked like that, and she was essentially like a mix of a, I wouldn't say a true net runner, but she used uh, mostly mostly technology in terms okay. of like, I found a way in the game to create a cell phone network. Like I created a cell phone network that we could use oh, that's as a awesome. team while going around. Like he, I mean, Tony, if you're watching, you are one of the best DMs I've ever had. You are fantastic, and your game is wonderful. Um, but but. Uh, <laughs> oh no, 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 not but in a bad way. But um, he he allows us to do a lot of stuff with it to go over and test and see all the the different things that we're capable with his system, which is part of why I was able to get away nice. with doing. Um, because I don't know if he's moved to alpha testing yet. I know that he had been doing oh, beta wow. testing, but we've been. He's been working on that, and obviously oh, Corona awesome. happened. And I know he was looking at doing another group. I don't know where he is with that, but that, okay, that was one gotcha. of my favorite characters for that post-apocalyptic. Oh, that's awesome! It's like so it's a real, not just like he's making one up for fun. Like he's putting this through testing, and that's yeah. awesome. Oh, that's yeah, wicked. His manual is hundreds of pages long. It's oh, fantastic. It's very detailed. Man, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully if that gets released and everything. That'd be fun one to play sometime. Oh, it's in the chat. <laughs> There you go. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, good luck, man. Good luck on that. Yeah, if it ever if you need someone to test it, I would love to hop in and try it, man. Um, but that, that's good on him for letting you guys like try and break it. That's the way you. That's the way yeah. you test things. It's like you know, you all right, to. go crazy. Yeah, because then you know what they're gonna do, and then you can plug up those holes. <laughs> like, oh, no cell phone network allowed. Ah, it's in the rules, you know. Uh, well, if one of, I mean, his game is one of the ones where I didn't feel like going over and. Oh, he would love for you to check it out. Oh, um, hit me up, man. <laughs> hit me up, dude. Um, his game is one of the ones where I didn't want to, like, um, I didn't want to metagame it, per se. Okay, not because right. I couldn't, but because there's so much good story to it, I didn't feel the need to. I mean, you want to meta to an extent, right? Because you want to, like, do well in the game. But yeah. it is just absolutely fantastic. Oh, he put up his link as well, so I can say it. It's called Project Infection. He does have his website up. There is also a Facebook I'm sorry. I'm kind of like blasting all your stuff real fast. Um, hey, go, go for it. Go for it. Hey, as long uh, as Tony's cool, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love the game. He's done testing in our area. We're in the Northern Virginia area outside of DC. Um, nice. So if you're in that area, whenever he starts play testing again, I know that he sometimes hosts at different game stores up here. Um, I don't know if he's planning on doing anything online with it, but he has been working on that. Um, I forgot what my train awesome. of thought was before that, but it's it's a wonderful game. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I'm always always on the lookout. Like I said, I want to um, 
Well, yeah, I can't say too specific, but uh, I know uh, my sister channel, the Scattered Rollers, we're working on uh, a lot of different projects and everything all the time. Um, but I love the idea of like trying out different RPGs, not necessarily taking them to two years. You know, but like maybe trying different smaller systems, you know, and like, like I said, the Avatar one I thought of was like six, seven episodes, you know, just like help circulate it. So especially like small local, you know, people, creators, you know, I mean, like, right. I would love to try and plus, uh, play test something like that, you know. Um, I mean, just his is cool out. because it also interacts with the real world. That's the one I was talking about where I was making the yeah. real world maps. Yeah, that's like, awesome. It's just amazing. I loved it. And when we were play testing it originally, like a year two years i guess it would have been two or three years ago at this point when i originally started play testing um we would play literally for like 10 hours like a weekend no kidding and we and we did it for months it was amazing i loved it that's insane oh that's wicked that, that no i i love that it's because it's cool you can find some I'm going to say diamonds in the rough, and I don't mean that necessarily, like, obviously not in a negative way. It's just... No, when... but some systems just aren't polished out as much. That's the thing. And just when there's so many uh, bigger systems and there's only a couple new ones, uh, it's kind of tough. Like, uh, it's tough to weed through and find, like, yeah, some, some really good ones. But they're out there, you know? Just because they're small doesn't mean they're bad by any means, you know? So eh, that's fantastic. No, I would, yeah. I would love to... Um... No, I, I, I'm sure your info's on there. No, I'll, I'll hit you up for sure, man. I will hit you up for sure. Um, are there any other crazy, wacky, wild RPGs uh, that you've played before? I've played a lot of different ones, but the ones that have popped out to me the most are the ones I've already talked about. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. I mean, Pathfinder is always really good to use. There, I would say if you if you are new to playing RPGs, but you don't want to necessarily start with D&D first, go to DM's Guild. Look at the highest reviewed ones first. Just like look go under systems look at highest reviewed and then just read what people have said about it because a description can only give you so much it's not the same as talking to somebody who's used the system read the reviews mm. see what people say about it what their pros and cons are and i would go from there if you want something really simple you want to work you want to look for a system that uses one die like one type of die so like right, a d6 yeah. system or like you were talking about with your d12 you want to start with something like that if you want something more complex, there are plenty of different systems out there that do that. It's just finding what works best for you. And sometimes it could also be which ones have the best supplements, which is also available on there as well. And there are plenty, oh, yeah. even Pinterest. Pinterest has a Pinterest wonderful library of things. Oh, they it's really fantastic. do. Blew my mind when I found <laughs> that. I was like, wow, there's a lot of cool D&D stuff on here. Like, yeah, yeah I could not believe it. Um, have you ever, have you ever run, like, I have, I did run a module. I bought a module off of, um... Uh, DM's Guild one time, and it was supposed to be this cute little pirate adventure I ran with my little brothers. Um, and like every D&D game, but also because they're my brothers, they ran into the ground. It was like <laughs> they met this captain. They were going to have dinner with her on the ship when they're working for her, and she said her dad's lost. He's with a the treasure. They go to the island, find the treasure, save the dad. That's it. They end up like trying to find mutineers on board when there was no evidence of such. They end up causing a mutiny, set the boat on fire. She ends up coming back like and trying to kill them later on and it was just it was just such like we went That's... nothing the way the thing and i was like five stars like thanks buddy we had fun it was a great day great time but i didn't use your module <laughs> i mean that's kind of what you have to look at though when you're doing a homebrew whether it be your own or somebody else's mm -hmm. it's never gonna go the way that you think it will which is part of why when people talk about dming if yep. you're building your own world don't get too into it because your yes. own world will probably not be showcased. That's, not because yep. they don't love it. 
but because they're not yeah. going to explore all the things that you think is important because they're looking exactly. at it from their character's point of view or metagaming mm -hmm. or there's so many different things that can be happening. It doesn't mean that it can't be explored later, but it's probably right. not going to be explored through that first run. Oh, so if you yeah. think that it's a world that you could use over and over again, maybe then flush right. it out. But like, yeah. don't expect it to yeah that was one thing i learned when i started doing dm i was i think i watched some uh web dm on youtube and uh yeah i think he said uh my precious world syndrome and yeah it's where you like get mad at the players like i did all this work and it's like no one's gonna care as much as you and that's what kayla was telling me she was like no one's gonna care as much as you she had me come with a creation of the world backstory how magic was invented and she's like no one's ever gonna ask but it's good for nope. you to know. And it's <laughs> kind of funny. I found a couple lore channels about Lord of the Rings on YouTube. And I'm like, he had a lot of that fleshed out. I'm like, really? I'm like, I didn't know about the whole creation of the world and who the demons and the angels were. Tolkien knew. And he was like, that's cool. It was never made. I don't know if it made into the main books, but it was it's just same example. I mean, you know, a lot of stuff did make his books, but a lot of stuff is also there. Like, did you hear about Amazon yet? No. Oh, what? They're making a show, right? Yeah, they are making a show, and it's all going nice. to be about um, the second age. So they're not going into third age at all. So we're not going to see like, yeah. But I mean, I think that sometimes it's important to have those things. So if you ever hit that point, you can talk about it. Exactly. But you have to remember when you're DMing, you are not God. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. You yeah. can't God mod. Yeah. You are literally leading them through a story. You should think of yourself as like uh, the Princess Bride when the grandfather is reading. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. The narrator, you're helping them. Right. You are not like if you want to give yourself some type of like fairy tale title, make yourself the godmother because you're leading them through their tale. Like <laughs> you're, you're not a god. Like yeah. <laughs> no, you're right, and that that's one thing that it's been because I've seen it plenty of times. I played with one DM the first time I ever played D and D, and I told you it didn't go well. I uh, never knew the people. I just met them online. Like sure, I'll play, right. and I was like. Argh. But it was very, it was a module. I think you were running something from Tales of the Yawning Portal, uh, mm -hmm. running one of, or the Sunless Citadel. We were running something. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was very railroading with it. He was like, okay, you're going here. And anytime someone wanted to deviate a little bit, he was like, nope. He's like, bring it back. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, eh. So I try to keep enough in my brain in the world complete where I'm like, you guys can go wherever you want. I'm going to tell you where right. the main quest is. And I'm decently good at improv. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's just actually, I found a couple of the best sessions I've ever done is improv where I don't prepare at all. Like if I didn't have time, like let's see what happens. So another nerd thing of mine, I am very, very much into theater. I did a lot in nice. high school. I was a stage manager all through like my high school quote unquote career. We did a lot. We did a lot of plays, but nice. one of the big things about D and D for me is like, it is theater it's you're yes. just improving that's all it is so like if you're a theater nerd and you don't know what you want to play like geek wise it, you want to play D D. you just don't know it yet you want to develop your yeah. character you want to make like a you know that's that's what you want oh, to yeah. do. you just don't know it but also like with the exactly. amount of scenery like if you're not doing theater of the mind which is how i always refer to playing without having oh, a yeah. map out because that's what it is it's theater of the mind oh, you're exactly. just setting the stage up here but if you're into like building scenery, if you're into all that other stuff, that's all you're doing. You're setting the stage, like right, D &D yeah. Form of theater, it's just with you and your friends, and it's like a shadow box right. theater. Like you're just exactly. Not oh no, hundred percent. That's what like I, I was saying. I do want to get like a battle map or something so we can do battles mm -hmm. that way. 
everything else is just theater of the mind. It's like, cause no one is imagining it the same way. And right. you know, I remember reading books when I was young and when I was really young and my mom would read it. She was the one that read us Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit when I was a little kid. Um, and I remember it like totally different than the movies always put it. I remember it different the way my brother remembers it, you know, and it's like, and that's part of the beauty of it. It's like almost unique to you, you know? Um, I mean, I think telling the, the stories is definitely a great way of thinking about it. Cause like, I remember when my dad would read like Harry Potter to me nice. and I would have dreams at night of what we had read. Yeah. And I know the way I dreamed it was not at all how the movies went, but it's still right. The same exactly. Story. Like, exactly. Yeah. No, that's the, and I, I think that kind of takes it away. Like as much as I've seen some of these battle tables, there's one, some famous guy in Hollywood. I got to get the video again. Uh, it turns out like a, there's like an underground circle in Hollywood that plays D and D not critical role. It's like someone else. Oh, um, you're talking about a uh, Joe, What's his last name? It starts with an M. He's he's married to Sophia. V v v v that could be. Have you seen the du the dungeon beautiful. he has in the basement? I can't yes, comment I know on that. It's like yes. Joe, Joe Maggio or Joe something. Yeah. Somebody. Some, I don't know. Yeah, I was yeah, hoping yeah. somebody would post it in chat, but nobody did. And I, I'm not smart enough to yep. remember. Man, oh, there we go. Yes, I've seen his stuff and I know they started posting about it. And he's been a big like D and D fan for a very long time. And Wizards of the Coast was smart, and they brought him out in to like help them with sponsorship advertising things. And he's now done this contest where if you win, you can um, go to his place and do D and D. Although I don't know how that's working out with Corona, so good luck to you, Hasbro. But uh... <laughs> man, he planned it perfectly. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, but like I've always wanted like that. So you know the picture I'm talking with the table and they yeah. have and then I started looking up, up online, like just some of these things people make for D and D. As cool as they are, as much as I would love those and that's one of my goals. I don't know yeah. if I would ever play with anything like that. Unless well, it was like a battle, because it's like I want you to imagine it, you know? Well now we have a goal though, because if we make it big enough, we need to make a big trip where we get all of our favorite people off of yeah. Twitch. And we just we do it together, oh, yeah. and I bring in supplies. And exactly, we can build it See, and that'd be put amazing. it up there. Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> I've always loved like miniatures and stuff, so having something like that would be amazing. A few yeah. people are saying that yeah, eventually we're gonna have uh, it's called Wellington. It's gonna be Wellingcon, and I'm like yeah, maybe a oh, Wellingcon no. someday. You gotta be careful. You don't want it to turn out like Tanacon. <laughs> oh dear God, yeah, no kidding. That's why I'm like yeah, I'm good with anything named after me. <laughs> I'll name it after a charity or something. We'll do that. But <laughs> I mean, there are plenty of conventions where you can rent out like table space as well to go over and host your own RPGs. There's no reason oh, that really? when you get oh, so yeah, a lot of times like um, not all conventions, but like we have a lot of conventions by me because I'm right outside of DC. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, but so um, a lot of times like Magfest, you can actually rent out tables to like do um RPGs. I know that, um, I don't know if Tony's still in the chat, but I know like for his game system and for beta testing, he's rented out areas and he's nice. actually had it up there with like his business card and his information, like trying oh, to get his yeah. system out there. Um, I don't know what that means, Tony. Oh, is that the eyes? Is that what that is? Okay. Oh, that's what he, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just saw that. That's hilarious. I, was like, I don't know what he's saying. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but um, I know that that's like something you can do. So if you, if you get to that point where you're confident enough that you can get a whole bunch of people in one space, there's no reason why you can't try to like rent out an area and try to have you and your favorite people from chat play together and then live stream. See, honestly, that is something I've never considered. And now all of a sudden I'm like, this has to happen. Like that would be there just cool so cool. Done. It's just a matter of getting the right audience or the right community to do it with. 
Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would. I know we've talked about. I've gone seen the scattered rollers there up in Long Island. Um, I've gone up and seen them a few times or uh, once. Maybe another one coming up soon. Um, but yeah, I always thought it'd be cool to get something like some kind of central meeting point. I think most of us are like East Coast ish, so I'm like, that'd be awesome if we could all get together and play like D and D or something like that. I mean. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be wicked. That'd be it would be. Oh yeah, that'd be a hell of a way to do a meetup. Um... Oh no, you're fine. Sorry, I'm I'm replying to Tony. You're fine. Oh, you're keep play, play, keep playing uh, League. You're fine. always playing LOL. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> I never got into I never got into LOL. I tried. It's just so many people are so competitive and so good. I'm like I'm already behind, so I'm like I'm good. <laughs> I'm always very wary about playing any multiplayer game because the first time i tried to play it was for dungeons and dragons online in high school okay. and there was this guy in like my theater group that was like yeah you should play with me and i was trying to be like a healer <laughs> and i got nothing right i couldn't do anything right which is also why you know it's going to be funny when i do the horror nights because you all are going to watch me just mess up a lot a lot but you know i'll be screaming and it'll be fine it'll be fun um, but you know, like anything multiplayer, I kind of freak out because I'm not good at video games. I'm good at tabletop. I'm, I'm, I'm good at like, let me go over and metagame as much as possible. Like I get a sick, I get a very sick happiness from being able to beat people with my smarts because it makes me feel better as a person. And that's not necessarily a good trait. <laughs> It's a little scary, maybe, but yeah. Oh, uh, don't, uh, <laughs> I don't want to be scary. No, it's no, no. Goal. No, I, like, it's the happy byproduct. <laughs> yeah. Slender's uh, a good. You're good. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. No, no, I'm just screwing with you. Uh, no, that's no. You're right, and that's why I'm kind of the same way. That's why I very rarely, sometimes I might play a multiplayer game, but if I do, it's privately. I certainly don't stream it because I'm not good at them. Because yeah, right. I don't. I never, and that was one thing I've always said about games. I don't. Pl I play games to have fun and to entertain. I never play them to be good at them. <laughs> uh, right. And that's I mean, why, like, yeah, some people like you're not doing it right. Like yeah, I know. Like you know, you tell me what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it the opposite, even harder. <laughs> I'm like, right, don't tell me how to play, man. Th this is this is your space. This is your space. Yeah, right. Yeah. You exactly. It's exactly. Not, it's yeah. not my space. I'm not gonna backseat tell you how to game. Oh, like <laughs> such a common thing. Sometimes people just like you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I'm like, oh my god, guy, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but that's awesome. No, I'm excited. Uh, no, I'm excited to see. I want to see you play horror. It's always cool when people see me play horror games. I want to see how other people. Because do you, do you tend to scream? You tend to scream a lot, you said, right? Well, I, I definitely jump a lot. I nice. jump, I scream. I'm also one of those where, like, it, I act like I do in real life. So if something happens in real life and it freaks me out, I don't run into the room. I creep into the room. And so when I'm playing the game, That's I creep into exactly the room. That's exactly right. Like before my laptop crashed, I was starting to play We Happy View, We Happy Few, which oh. I know had horrible reviews, and oh, I still really? wanted to play. Yeah, because I mean, even when I started playing through, it didn't play through at all how I thought it would based on the trailers when it originally came out. But I was still okay. willing to try it because yeah, it, it looked cool. But like even then, like because you're in trouble, like the first like I don't know, it's like ten minutes in, you're in trouble, and yes. people are chasing you, and then they're suddenly gone. Uh -huh. And I was like. They're going to come and get me. So I'm like creeping around trying to get the stuff together and I'm not going fast. And it's not like anybody's watching me. I'm playing this by myself <laughs> in my house. Like oh, and yeah. I'm still creeping around because I don't want the jump scare. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, I've so been there. I think the only horror game I was ever able to play on my own was Soma. 
And if Ooh, I, I bought that too. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say they really didn't like it. Soma is one of my top five favorite games of all time. It's made by the same people who made um, Amnesia. Is it? I'm, I'm fairly certain it is. Let me look it up real fast. I'm oh, it sure. might be actually. I'm not actually honestly not uh, sure. Um, so what's I mean, Amnesia was another amazing one. And well, yeah. they have a new one coming out this year. Ooh. I already put it on my wish list. Do they really? Um, oh, I yeah, hadn't heard of that do. one. Uh, oh, that's gonna be fun. Um, it is made by the same people. It is. Oh, oh, it's, that... it's from uh, Frictional Games. Frictional, that was it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that one you you got to make that like a priority. That was and it, so it's I I don't well. I don't, do you know anything about it? If not, I won't spoil it. I've watched the trailers. I know that you're be, I don't remember if it's in your space, if you're in space or if you're underwater, okay. but I know that like you are in an entrapped space this is and that true. something has gone terrible wrong and you wake up just as you do with, exactly. with amnesia and you're walking around yes. trying to like figure out what happened. Yeah. So there's, um, there are a couple big twists in the story. So make sure you keep spoiler free as best you can. Cause they're really good mm -hmm. once they hit. Um, but yes, uh, all I knew is that it was in one of my favorite environments. It was one of those two you mentioned. It was in one of mm -hmm. my favorite environments. So I was like, okay, I got to push through this game, even though it scared the hell out of me. And I kept getting scared and screaming and, but it took me like, I think I did play it a second time and it took me a quarter of the time to beat it because I knew where the scares are. But the first time I was like creeping through well, everything. Yeah, because you don't you, like you, you sit there and like your heart rate goes up because mm -hmm. the adrenaline's going through. Cause you're like, you know, they're yeah. going to try to mess with me. Exactly. <laughs> Even though it's just a game, you could turn off and go cook dinner, whatever you want to do. But like yeah. in the moment, it's like, no, I'm here, man. Like this is happening. And Oh my God. And I love, but so that was the only one other than that. If it said horror, not playing it. I don't care. It was only when I started Twitch when I was like, all right, fine. I was like, let's do this because <laughs> I have people I like watching. So I'm like, myself, let's go. So I already played horror before that. And I love horror movies and I love horror everything. Horror I mean, movies are good. You you can't see it right now. I could pull it down, but I don't know if I want to put in the effort. I, even when I was like a kid, like and my dad, my dad works for Sprint. Um, so he oh, would travel nice. around for a lot for a lot of things gotcha. and call centers and whatnot. He went to Romania for a bit. And guess what he brought back for me? A vampire. That's kind of cool. I mean, that. <laughs> well, not there. wrong. He brought me back um, right outside of Vlad's castle. There's a art school and they have a market. Oh, and he God. brought me back a portrait. You know what? Oh, no. <laughs> so I used to keep them in my bathroom and oh, I wear dear. heels. I'm really girly. So every time <laughs> I need to check to see if my heels were on point or not, I would ask Vlad and I'd say, Vlad, are they stabby enough? <laughs> Oh my god. That is the creepiest disturbing thing, but really cool looking. I will give you that. <laughs> it is really cool. But I mean, it's from Romania. It's from their art school. And like, obviously with the artist market, like kids are trying to make money so they can pay for their schooling. So if it's a tourist area, what do you make? You make Vlad. And he's still regarded as a hero in Romania, although he did a lot of horrible things. He is a hero over there. So my dad brought that back for me because I am oh, into that's all so things cool. horror and weird and gore. And yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, I love it. I love it. I've um, myself with that. I've always loved horror movies, but games make it too real. Like, I can watch I someone else make decisions. Yeah, now I got like, the high. Now I'm like, that's awesome. I want to do it, you know? But well, like... I think the ultimate thing for me would be to go through like one of my horror movies in a 360 mode. I would love to just walk through one of them. Like I love like the Norman Bates TV show. Even I'd love to go through that or like 
the Blair Witch Project. Okay. Oh God. Yeah. We were talking about me and my dad are really into Halloween. When I was little, we messed with the people in our neighborhood and we made the little like stick people and we hung it up on the trees for Halloween. <laughs> That's the type of people we are. <laughs> oh my God. Halloween sounds was, like, crazy my... at your place. Oh yeah. It's real crazy. I'm actually hoping that that will be a part of the channel as well. I do want to do things that are related to the holidays and I do make nice. myself a Halloween tree every year, just like a Christmas tree, do you but really? it's Halloween. Yeah, oh well, my god, it's amazing. My first Halloween by myself, I was living in an apartment, so I couldn't decorate outside. So I did I uh, made myself window appliques uh, applique applique appliques yeah. um that were like witches and stuff. Okay, and nice. I myself, so I painted them, got them put up, and then um I did a Christmas tree, but I went over and covered it in Halloween things. I made ornaments, I bought dollar store stuff, I got a lot of things on clearance. Um, but I figured like it would be fun to go over and make some stuff. And I figure if I use resin, I'll probably try to do giveaways in the chat too. Like I want to nice. make sure that if I'm engaging with, with my community that they get to, you know, reap some benefits from it. You want oh, yeah. some Halloween ornaments? We'll send out some Halloween ornaments. Like that's awesome. <laughs> we'll do it as oh, a paint yeah. project. You guys can paint along with me. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. I've seen a lot of channels that they'll paint some and it'll end up just being a giveaway. You know, then everybody yeah. gets to hang out and then someone at the end will win it, you know, or I mean, that's like, awesome. I can't, I can't do the castle, but the next project that I talked oh, yeah, to no, no, about no, no. this was Puka. And I was yeah. thinking, I want to do two Pukas. I want to do a statue of the scary Puka. For those of you who don't know and aren't aware of Felicia Day's latest thing, she was doing um, Into the Dark with Hulu and did the second uh, Puka movie. And there's several versions of Puka in that one. And there's like a scary one that actually fits more of the folklore of an actual Puka actual puka um and i wanted to go over and uh sculpt that out and possibly do a resin of it and then go over and send it out and then um the other one is i want to do the like a stuffed animal of it but i want to use like adreno to make it like the eyes light up and to have the song come nice. out and, you know we'll see what happens Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, no, that sounds awesome, especially yeah, doing giveaways and stuff. That's one thing. Another yeah. way you can interact with chat, and it's super fun because chat. I want to see what people do with it, too. Like, if I send it to oh, you on yeah. the kid, show me how you paint it. I want to see what you do. It'll be fun. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, it's always interesting to see the creativity of certain people like that, you know? it's Especially yeah. with something that you made and then they kind of finish. You know what I mean? That that just yeah. makes it so cool. Oh, yeah, I love it. Um. All right, well, we're not going to keep you too much longer because you got games to get to. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm sorry. I know Babbles just got here and a few people, VOD Squad, the hype. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to be uh, we're gonna be letting you uh, letting you go soon. Uh, quickly, one more. I've had a timer going with your channel in there. Tell us where we can find you again. So you can find me here on Twitch. My username is QuirkyMegan. Um, I will have other platforms up as well soon, and I will get a website up as well. But for now, watch well, watch for anything to come up on Twitch, and then I'll make all announcements on here, okay? Hi, my name is David Caldwell. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Dave Doesn't Know. Be sure to check out the show live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash caldwellington. We'll see you there.